Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, owner and user of Mint Mobile. And I am recording this message on my phone. I'm literally on my Mint phone. Why? Because fancy recording studios cost money. And if we spent money on things like that, we couldn't offer you screaming deals. Like if you sign up now for three months, you get three months free on every one of your plans, even unlimited. Visit mintmobile.com slash switch. Limited time, new customer offer. Activate within 45 days. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Unlimited customers using more than 40 gigabytes per month will experience lower speeds. Video streams at 480p. See mintmobile.com for details. Grace be to you and peace from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and our Father, who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son. I would thank you guys for coming and following me. I really do appreciate all of you. Uh, today we are going to talk about um, the works of the Holy Spirit. I did a morning rant and I talked a little about the Holy Spirit assisting us in our prayer life and uh, I wanted to um, go a little deeper and look into some of the works that the Holy Spirit does on our behalf because the Bible tells us that the Father had sent him to us so that we uh, for us actually so that we can grow and get to know who we are in Christ and what he has done for us. And so um, the, one of the first things that the Bible tells us that he is, is that um, he is the guarantee of our inheritance. We know the person of the Holy Spirit because I've done a study on that, um, letting you guys know who he is and that he is God. We went and showed you scriptures. I did a study on that. So I would lead you to you guys to that aspect that you would go and if you want to get a deeper insight as to uh, who he is. But uh, he is here to help you and I. First of all, as I mentioned, he's here as a, um, the, it's like a seal. We received him, the Bible tells us. And so he is our inheritor um, as uh, the, the person sh- showing that you and I are born again. So that is one of the um, the first things as we see in the scriptures, and that is mentioned, as I mentioned to you before, in the book of Ephesians. And when you get a chance to see that, um, it's in Ephesians chapter 1, uh, verses 13 and 14, and you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation, when you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit who is a deposit uh, guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. So we see that he is a deposit um, on our behalf. The scripture tells us that uh, God the Father has sent um, him to us and Jesus also. He said, I will send you uh, the comforter. But the scripture also tells us that um, when that the Father had sent him uh, on our behalf. And thank God that he is here and he's here to assist us. And so we're going to take a couple of looks and see some of the things that he's here to assist us with. Um, first, let's take a look at what he is doing to the sons of disobedience. I call those that are not born again. 
the sons of disobedience. And so, um, but we have family in there, if you look at it this way, we have family in that uh, arena that are the sons of disobedience are located, but we don't know who they are. And the Bible tells us that we ought to love everyone because um, we, God loves us. And so um, we are to preach, we are going to preach the gospel to extract our family members out of that um, kingdom so that they will be in our kingdom with us. Those family members or many of those people we don't know, but in the spirit we are uh, related. So that is why God wants to behave um, so that our love can draw those that are called uh, to be uh, sons of So we see uh, one of the scriptures that I want to take you guys to is uh, John chapter uh, 14. And uh, it tells us there in 26 that uh, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you. So we know that one of the things or the works of the Holy Spirit is that he will teach us what is he going to teach us? All things and bring to your remembrance all that I've said to you. So he's here to do uh, first to teach us all things. That means anything that you want, any insight into any situation that you're in today. There, the person of the Holy Spirit is to help you and teach you all things. And he's also going to bring things to your remembrance. What things? Uh, those things that you said, seek ye first the kingdom of God, meaning that you're in the Bible looking and searching for uh, the policies and procedures by which you are now going to live in this new kingdom. So uh, we know that uh, for the sinners or the sons of disobedience, he's here to convict those of their sins. The scripture tells us in John 16, 7 through 8. So those family members that we have inside of the kingdom of darkness, who the Holy Spirit is there to convict them so that they can then um, uh, become born again and uh, be uh, translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. Another thing that we know that the Holy Spirit does is when he comes, he indwells in the believer. We saw that in the book of Acts. They were filled with the Holy Spirit and they began to speak in new tongues. They uh, had power from on high. So there's a couple of things. He empowers us. But one of the main things that he's here for is to indwell um, into us, uh, be in our, in our spirit. And the Bible tells us in First Corinthians three sixteen, do you not know that you are the, you're God's temple and that God's Spirit dwells in you? So when you become born again, uh, that means that your corrupted spirit man is ripped out of you, and He God has given you a new spirit according to the Word of God, and that uh, spirit now uh, can. Uh, be empowered by the Holy Spirit. And once he has entered into your body through this new birth, um, Bible says that our temple, our body uh, that houses the, um, the new spirit is a temple of God. So you and I have to live accordingly and uh, behave accordingly. Another um, scripture. Again, I'm just going through some of the work so that you guys can get it. And you can do a study on your own to get deeper into it. First Corinthians 2, 10, 11, it tells us that the Holy Spirit is the source of revelation, which I told you. He says he will teach you all things. He will reveal to you those things that are in the word of God. He says these are the things of God revealed to us by his spirit. The spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. For who knows a person's thought except their own spirit within them? 
in the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. So the Holy Spirit has uh, uh, knowledge that you and I can have access to um, because he knows uh, the thoughts of God. And so we, uh, from looking in the scriptures, we know some of those thoughts because you, God said, uh, the thoughts that I have for you is to, um, and so he begins to tell us what those thoughts are in Jeremiah. Um, and his plans that he has for us. So we know that the Holy Spirit is here to guide us in all truth, and we see that in the Scripture as well. And that is um, found in John 16, uh, 13, tells us the Spirit um, which is to come. The Spirit is called Spirit of Truth, and it says he will guide us in all truth. And uh, so that when you go before God and you know that uh, this Holy Spirit is here, to help you and to give you guidance into all truth. The word is truth. And so that's why I keep telling you guys, every situation that you're currently in, you can recite to me, you could recite to God the factualness of your situation. And that is real to you. And uh, the word of God is designed to expose the truth about your um, your situation. And so you will have to investigate and find the word of God, the truth concerning your situation. And then you will have to decide which one do you truly want to believe. Do you want to put your faith? You already believe one. You believe the facts. And so what you have to do with your faith is to come and plug the word of God into your situation. And then you have to unhook your faith that is in the facts and now place it unto um, the, the truth and allow the truth to manifest. But you and I, because of how we are programmed, uh, we want an instantaneous result once we switch over our faith, but that's not the case. The Bible says um, that you it's by faith. And so you, you may uh, qu quote the word, but you still haven't locked your faith into it. And so it takes some time. In some cases, it happens instantaneously, and sometimes it takes a little time, and that is based on you, solely you. Uh, we see, and I always use the, the focus, um, I tell you guys, by the woman with the issue of blood, and you see that she, her focus was to find a cure for her disease. She was actually wrapped up in it. She was spending her money. It was killing her, and she was hyper-focused, if you will, on obtaining her healing. And when she couldn't anymore from spending all the money, uh, someone came and preached the gospel to her, and they preached that Jesus Christ was a healer. When she heard the word, because she was hyper-focused, and she was in a state of desperation, that she began to, she removed her faith from the physician, that it was destroyed. Her faith in the healthcare system of, of the time was destroyed because she spent all of her money, and so her faith was no longer in that system. She was broke. It was not giving any results to her. And so it was easy for her to switch her faith to the gospel when she heard it. And it says that when she heard the word of God, that she switched her faith. And once she switched her faith, she said, all I need to do is to touch his hem and I'm good. And so uh, she was hyper-focused. But her faith, she had lost all hope and faith in the um, in her uh, facts. And um, then when 
she was presented the truth. She latched on to the truth and she got her healing. And we see the steps that she took to get her healing. So we know as we're looking at this, um, the works of the Holy Spirit, we see that, as I mentioned, he's here as a uh, just a guarantee to show us that we are a child of God. And we know that he's here to empower us. The scripture tells us that he is here and that he's here also to teach us all things bring all things to our remembrance. He is called the Spirit of Truth to guide us in all truth. And we know that um, he is here and he brings gifts and all that stuff. And we'll mention some of those briefly. Um, he is here to help us according to John 14, uh, 15, 26. But when the Helper comes, whom I will send you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth who proceeds from the Father, he will bear witness of me. So this Helper is going to testify of Jesus Christ. And we know that in the book of Romans, it says, likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. So we know one of his works is to assist you and I within where with the area that we are weak in, whatever that area is. And um, this particular scripture is talking about weakness in our prayer life, and he is here to assist us, which we talked about in the last podcast, he's here to assist us with our prayer life and help us to intercede um, uh, on, you know, with groanings and so forth. As I mentioned to you, he's here to help us in our weaknesses of everything. He's here to help us in our weakness of uh, knowledge because the scripture says he will show us the truth. He's here to uh, uh, help us with our weaknesses in, in many other things and all of those things. He's here to help us. So likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. So uh, the Holy Spirit is uh, here to help. And so many of you are not getting your results because you're not really calling on the Holy Spirit to help you to get your results. Um, and he's here to do that for you. Uh, so be grateful that he is here. You have someone that have insight. He knows how to pray according to the will of the Father. He knows all of those things. He, he, he indwells in you. And the Bible tells us you and I have access to him, uh, whereby we can call on him and he will show us all things and he will show us things to come. He will help our weaknesses. And so he will tell us the truth, as it says in John 16, 7. Uh, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go, um, that the helper will come and he will guide us more truth. So, um, you and I have this person in God. Actually, we have the person in God, the Holy Spirit, and the Bible tells us that he is there, he indwells in I, so that you and I can cry, Father, Abba, Father, which is dealt with action in Galatians 4.6. In Galatians, we know that he does quite a few things for us as far as to help us in our walk. Um, he helps us in walking in uh, the spirit where we are able to stand fast and we are able to overcome the flesh, if you will. And you study the book of uh, Galatians, you'll see all the things that the Holy Spirit tells us, the works of the flesh are these. And But if uh, we walk in the spirit, we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So he is here uh, waiting for us to... Uh, Come and call on him. He tells us he's helped us. He's here to help us, in, in other words, to overcome the sin, to become victors, to take no sin. Sin, you know, uh, do not pick it up. It tells us that we are 
um, that sin has no power over us. So let not uh, so the responsibility forward on us. But in uh, Galatians, is you, if you study that in chapter five, especially, it will tell you that the Holy Spirit is here to help us to overcome it. it. Says so. I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. So who? Those of you who are having issues with uh, weakness within your flesh, um, you know, having that sin that be, uh, easily besets you, you have someone that will help you, the Holy Spirit. So uh, call on the Holy Spirit to help you and to uh, that he may give you insight as to how to walk strong while you're walking in the Spirit. We know that this, the scripture is here um, to give us boldness, to make us bold, to be that lion that will uh, stand up um, when it comes to uh, teaching and preaching the word of God. But you will receive the power uh, when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witness in Jerusalem and in all Judah and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. That is in Acts 1.8. So we know from that scripture that the Holy Spirit empowers you and I uh, for work, empower us for witness, empower us to be evangelists um, and teach the word of God. So that's another aspect of who the Holy Spirit is and what he's here and how he's here to assist you and I. And after they prayed, the place that where they were meeting was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. That is in Acts chapter 4. When we see the entrance, uh, the dramatic entrance of the Holy Spirit uh, with his partnership with the church. And so another work of the Holy Spirit, as I mentioned to you about walking and, and taking authority over your flesh, what he's basically doing is um, uh, working on your character, if you will. And uh, Galatians 5, that's the chapter you want to study to get some insight as to see how the Holy Spirit is here to assist you with um, uh, uh, restructuring uh, your character. But this, uh, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. So the Holy Spirit is here to help you to live like that. And so um, those are the fruits of the Spirit that the people talk about. So he's here bearing gifts. He's here also doing many more things on our behalf. Um, the Bible tells us that we ought to be drunk um, with the Spirit and not with wine. We find that in the book of Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18. Do not uh, drink uh, or get drunk on wine, which lead to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit. So it is up to you and I to recognize, you know, the Holy Spirit and what he's here to do in our life and really to partner with him, if you will, um, so that you and I can become these, uh, the sons of God, the true sons of God, and walk in the power of the sons of God. And we know that um, uh, many of us don't, uh, you, you know, not use, just uh, work in partnership with the Holy Spirit. Uh, the Bible tells us not to grieve him. So we know that he is one that feels and can be hurt. And we grieve him by how we behave. But it tells us uh, that, um, number one, it also tells us that we ought not to attribute anything that is of the Holy Spirit to, to Lucifer. Because the Bible tells us that there's that type of sin will not be forgiven in this earth, this age, or the age to come. So you need to be very uh, careful how you, how you move. 
So when you look at what we consider the gifts of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, we see that in in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And you can take a look at that and see that he comes and he has certain gifts, gifts or abilities by which he then um, he divides and he gives to however he wants and whoever he that. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit, it tells us. And so um, you and I ought to read that and see where our gift is because you're in there somewhere. And you have to ask the Holy Spirit, who is the giver of the gift? What is yours so that you can plug yourself in and do what the Bible says, that you shall be witnesses to me here and so forth and do those parts of the earth. So um, let's take a look briefly at the gifts, the diversity of the gifts. By the same Spirit, they are different of ministries, but the same Lord, and they are diversities of activities. But it is in the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for profit of all. So your ministry, your gift is freely given to you and you should freely give it out uh, to others because the purpose of it, as Jesus said, is so that the Holy Spirit can use the word and the Bible tells us the anointing will activate the word into the heart of those that are in the sons of disobedience that have been called by God, and they will then do the process by which they become saved, for they will activate grace, for by grace are you saved through faith, and then they will activate their faith. They will see, once the scripture is preached by Jesus Christ being uh, savior, healer, whatever, and they will then activate their faith and then they will take the steps necessary to obtain their results. And so we see that um, this diversity of uh, gift is for all, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom. So we know that one of the gifts is the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another, the word of knowledge uh, through the same Spirit. And I've seen these gifts work in church, um, the congregation, and I'm sure many of you have seen it as well, to another, the gift of faith. So we know that there is a gift of faith that is different from the faith that we use to get saved. So there's some people out there that uh, where it comes to utilizing their faith. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, owner and user of Mint Mobile. And I am recording this message on my phone. I'm literally on my Mint phone. Why? Because fancy recording studios cost money. And if we spent money on things like that, we couldn't offer you screaming deals. Like if you sign up now for three months, you get three months free on every one of your plans, even unlimited. Visit mintmobile.com slash switch. Limited time, new customer offer. Activate within 45 days. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Unlimited customers using more than 40 gigabytes per month will experience lower speeds. Video streams at 480p. See mintmobile.com for details. It is a gift. And so if you have a situation in your life you, that you are, um, you know, you're not sure about my, I, my suggestion is to find those people that have this gift and bring them into your space so that you can, uh, they can join their faith with you to so get your uh, desired outcome for where two or three are gathered there. I am in the midst, you know, so I would make sure that I get somebody who's in faith so that I can get what I want from God. Just find someone, and once you guys agree and you join faith, it will manifest. To another gift of healing. So if you're sick and you see someone that has that gift operating in them, go get your healing. Uh, so that is by that same spirit. To another, the working of miracles. And there you see those folks that are out there, man. These are the gifts of the Holy Spirit. 
And so you have to keep a keen eye, and the Holy Spirit will reveal to you who these people are. Many of them are not even known within the church because they're quietly sitting there. Ask the Holy Spirit to guide you to them, and he will to another prophecy. We've seen that prophecy work in uh, the uh, the church. I've seen it in um, people's lives, and I know a lot of people out there are claiming to be prophets. Why would you claim to be a prophet? Let the people do that. You know, you do what God said, and the people will call you what you are. Uh, to another discerning of spirits, uh, that is a very uh, excellent gift to have because you need to know who's coming into your space and in your world and why they're coming there. Um, not everyone, the Bible tells us, are um, from the kingdom of God or wants to be a part of it. And you need to have that discerning spirit because the Bible tells us that there are evil spirits out there. And I have seen, um, as I mentioned in my previous podcast about this teaching, I've seen uh, fake tongues, if you will. Because I keep telling people that, you know, I don't understand why people think this tongues is a mystery kind of thing. It's very simple. Tongues is the language of the spirit man. You are a spirit that have a soul that lives in a body. Each part of you has a language. And that evil spirit has a language. That renewed spirit, that's why when someone is... uh uh, evil spirit speaking will not be speaking in tune with God. Is not. It cannot be. But when you become born again and you have a new spirit, that new spirit, God promised us that he will give us that. And he said he will. And he did. And he gave us the Holy Spirit as a proof as we started this study. And so we see that now when this new spirit, that's why the scripture says you must be born again. You cannot uh, pray to God in the spirit and not be born again. Not the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and, uh, you know, that we are talking about. You're praying to someone of God. But when you become born again, that new spirit has the ability to connect back to God like Adam did when he was first created. The Holy Spirit now can infuse your spirit, and he can then pray on your behalf through your infused spirit, and that is connected to God, and you are able to groan and mourn according to the will of the Father, the Scripture tells us. So that's, is, that's what it is. So um, you have to be very careful who you let into your space and who lay hands on you and all these type of stuff because um, that's how you transfer um, uh, anointing and, and so forth. So be very um, discerning, if you will. So another, uh, different kinds of tongues. Now, there are tongues where you speak your language, your prayer language. But if you look at the disciples, when the um, when the Spirit of God came to them in the book of Acts, they were speaking the language of people um, and other uh, cultures that were around them because people began to understand them. So they were speaking to them and preaching to them in their language. Um, uh, but, uh, uh, you know, that's a gift also that is of the Holy Spirit. And so now interpretation of tongues. We have tongues also when it comes to being in the assembly of the body of Christ where someone will be speaking in tongues and in worship and so forth, you'll you hear or, or be in a space where someone will, will uh, begin to uh, come out in tongues, but it must be in order because the Bible tells us that 
God is a God of order. And then there are those that will interpret what was prophesied or what was said uh, by that person. So um, it is even so critical in the body that the Bible tells us that if someone is not in there to interpret it, the worst, the person who is um, speaking in tongues has to hold that message. So that is why it's very important that you are in tune with the Holy Spirit, because he will bring you to your attention in your spirit that there is someone to interpret that spirit. So we see that uh, the Holy Spirit will be there for that interpretation of tongue, but another the same spirits. Um, all these things that we know is uh, that the Holy Spirit, he is the one that gives it as he will. That is in First Corinthians chapter uh, 12, and you'll see that entirety as you go and study there. Um, as I mentioned to you, we know that the Holy Spirit is... Um, uh, about miracles and powers, and we have uh, uh, gifts of that. Uh, we see that he did that in Paul's life, uh, where Paul had the gift of miracles, and we could see that in the book of Acts. It tells us that now God worked unusual miracles by the hand of Paul. So we know uh, what was those uh, the handkerchief where he prayed, and, and because there were so many people. The gift of healing is all that we saw. Those gifts are here today, and um, uh, they, uh, it is up to you and I to go and uh, find those people to get the desired outcome from what we want from the Holy Spirit. But these are we're, the conversation that we're having is just about the gifts, some of the gifts of the Spirit, or the works of the Spirit's pardon, the works of the Spirit, what He's doing on our behalf. We know that He's here to counsel us, to comfort us. When the Bible tells us that he's a comforter, he will come. And when you're going through a tough time, he is here to comfort you. Um, the Holy Spirit, it says the Spirit of the Lord will rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom, understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge, and of the fear of the Lord. And he tells us in Scripture that God has, given to us, has not given to us the Spirit of fear, but the spirit of love, power, and of a sound mind. So when I pray to the Holy Ghost and to God and I pray to Jesus and I pray to you in, in the morning, uh, this is one of my prayer. And it's, uh, we know that Paul prayed that in Ephesians, that the spirit of wisdom. And I pray that God would give me a spirit of wisdom and understanding, a spirit of counsel, spirit of might, spirit of knowledge, and the spirit of the fear of the Lord so that I can then um, walk through my day uh, as he presents people in my life, that I will behave accordingly, that I will speak accordingly, that my character, guided by the Holy Spirit, would shine versus um, another aspect of my, my, you know, my flesh, uh, so that I would walk in the Spirit and not walk in the flesh. And so, as I mentioned to you, some of the things, he's here to teach us all truth. He's here to show us. He's here to counsel us. He's here to um, give us gifts. He's here to do all kinds of things. But if you do not allow the Holy Spirit to come into your life and uh, to bring you to your freedom as to who you are, you know, uh, the Bible tells us that one of the things that he wants to do is to bring us freedom, give us freedom, introduce us to freedom. And you can only do that by the Holy Spirit. Now the Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. The Bible tells us where He is. He is indwelling in you. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, 
there is liberty. Allow the Holy Spirit to guide you and move you uh, to your freedom. You shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free or make you free. So the Word again, He will guide you in all truth. And as He guides you in the Word of God, he, you will see the truth about your situation and not the facts. And like I said, with the woman with the issue of blood, there were a couple of things that happened there while it was easier for her to make that transition. But some of us are not there. We weren't hyper-focused on our situation, spending all of our time, our money and everything to get it. And where the system, the facts, the healthcare system failed her and she was done. She was about to go and die. So she had lost her faith in that system. So when she heard the word of God, it was easier for her to trans, um, transition her belief system into the truth. And she went and said, I am going to go and get my healing. Now, the action that she did, um, according to the traditions of the Hebrew faith, they could have stoned her had they known that she was outside on the street with this issue of blood. So she, um, she, it, her life was on the line with this decision that she made to go and, and, and get healing. Her life was in the line had she made a decision to stay. So she was in a situation of dying and she made a decision that this is the way by which she's going to get her healing. And she went ahead and get that. So the Holy Spirit is here to bring freedom to you, just like he brought freedom to this woman. And how does he do it? He does it by giving you the revelation of the truth. Once you believe the truth, you are free. And she went and she, um, she touched Jesus him. I'm going to do a teaching, a study on about that. That's a really powerful situation because there is a lot of people touching Jesus, but there is only one person that pulled from him. And so there's a difference. A lot of people walk around claiming to be Christian, but they are not pulling from Jesus. This one woman, she was pulling from him. When he asked his disciples, who touched me? They looked at him and said, are you out of your mind? What's wrong with you? Don't you see what's going on? Everybody's touching. Um, and he said, no, 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 no. Who touched me? And um, he said, because virtue came out something. So she was pulling on him while he had a lot of people touching Jesus. You got to learn how to pull from Jesus. I told you guys, Jesus said, going to the deep. So um, get in a relationship with the Holy Spirit, God. Romans fifteen thirteen. May the God of hope fill you with hope, all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you might abound in hope. So He's here to help you out. Isaiah eleven. The Spirit of the Lord will rest upon Him, the Spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the Spirit of counsel or of might, the Spirit of knowledge and fear of the Lord. You need some help. He has. All of these, the spirit of wisdom, understanding, counsel, uh, might, knowledge. So you have access to all of that stuff. First um, Corinthians six nineteen. Do you not know that your bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit? He is in you, whom you have received from God. You are not your own. So be respectful of your body. You can't go around doing the things that you used to do when you were in the kingdom of uh, darkness. You are now saved. You have to respect the Holy Spirit and allow him to help you to walk in the Spirit. And remember in Romans 8, 26, he's here to help our weakness. 
in the same way the Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. So we have a bunch of weaknesses. We have the flesh that is weakness. We know that the Holy Spirit is here to help us. We know that our prayer life, there's weaknesses. We know that He's here to help us. Uh, we know that there, um, with our character, we know that He's here to help us with that. We know we have weaknesses with wisdom and knowledge. We know that He's here to help us with that. We know that, um, according to Galatians 5, as I mentioned, uh, all of the things that He wants to help us with, the fruits of the Spirit, because he's here to help us with that, and that has to do with our character. We know that um, it has to do with our gifts also that we have residing within us. The Holy Spirit has given those. He knows that he needs to reveal it to you so that you can then begin to act and operate in it so that you can begin to become witnesses for Jesus Christ. You can become a witness, a teacher. He tells us all those things in Ephesians chapter 4 about those other gifts that uh, offices that are mentioned there. We know that um, he's here, the spirit of truth, to guide us into all truth. We know as for the children of, of uh, darkness and the kingdom of darkness, the sons of disobedience, we know that he's here to convict those that are part of there. And so um, you and I have an advocate. We have someone that wants and desires great work. I implore you guys, call on the Holy Spirit because he's here to help us. And so you and I are not here doing this thing by ourselves. Um, you know, Second Thessalonians says, um, God choose us at the first, as the first, first fruit to be saved through the sanctifying work of the Spirit and through belief in truth. And so you and I, we have an advocate. We have someone that is here on our behalf. He saves us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ, our Savior, Titus 3, 4 through 6. So God has given his Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is here to help you and I so that we can become victorious in our life. He is here to help us with many things. Um, I list them all, all the works, and there's much more that he does. But I just wanted to go through and show you some of the things that the Holy Spirit is here to help us with and to guide us with. And we need to bring him into our life in the sense to welcome him to do things because he's in us. The scripture tells us. And so I, in the morning when I get up, I talk to the Holy Spirit and I said, Holy Spirit, I call on you today to guide me, um, be big in me, if you will, so that I can be the true representation of the Son of God while I'm here on this earth. Guide me to speak to people correctly. Guide me to look at myself correctly. Guide me to behave as one fitting uh, where you are living, that I am not making myself uh, shame, a shame. I, you live in me, and you're in my house, and I want to keep my house clean so that you can dwell in me. You can teach me all things so that we can commune together as I look into the Word of God, that you will guide me so that I can understand what God the Father has done, what Jesus has done, and what you are doing in my life today, and how I fit with my family, those that are in the kingdom of darkness, but don't know who they are yet. For the Bible says that God the Father 
has picked us even before the foundation of the earth. So I know that I have a lot of family members out there in the kingdom of darkness, and it is my responsibility to go and preach the word, teach the word, so that those that can hear the word of God and it would meet them where their need is. The woman with the issue of blood, her need was her healing, and some people need is financial. God is here to do that. Um, he's here to, to heal the sick. He's here to do all of those things. And that Holy Spirit that dwells in us, the Bible says, He will quicken our mortal body. So the Holy Spirit is here also to heal you of your disease that Jesus took care of by, with the stripes. By His stripes, you are healed of Christ's age. But the Holy Spirit is here also. Uh, one of the works of the Holy Spirit is to quicken your mortal body. And so, I want to encourage you guys to get to know the Holy Spirit at a different level. Invite him. I, when I was working at the time, I would invite him um, to guide me at my work. I needed to do certain things at work. Being in marketing, I would ask him to help me with that. And I would, my, my quotas, I would ask him for knowledge. He would do that. I would ask him for insight. He would do that. I would ask for wisdom. He would do that. I would ask for all of these things and many other things. I would have conversations with the Holy Spirit in my car and um, I would be talking to him about certain things and just speaking what's on my heart and concerning a situation and not really um, just having a conversation with him. About it. And the next thing I know um, from the conversation, you know, just talking with him as to some of the uh, outcome that I would like and just a conversation guy. And um, as I'm having this conversation with the Holy Spirit and he knowing my heart, uh, he's working on it for me. And uh, the situation that was on my heart would be solved. I would get a phone call. I'd get, you know, something to notify me that, hey, that situation that was there has been taken care of. And people will say to me, I don't know how it happened. Um, and all I was doing, honestly, was in my car, uh, driving, having this conversation with the Holy Spirit. And He's here, guys. I'm telling you, He's here. And He wants to assist you and I so that we can shine on this earth, so that we can be the light to attract all of our brothers and sisters that are in that kingdom of disobedience, so that they will become saved, become born again, and become a part of the family of God. Not all of them will, you know, not all of them may, but we do have family in there, and we don't know who they are. And the Bible tells us that we ought to love every single one of those people that are in the kingdom of darkness, every single one, because you don't know who you are going to hurt by your behavior. And let God be the one, and the Holy Spirit be the one that will pull them through your actions, through your kindness, through your love, because He is working on your character, because it's important. And so we went through all the character traits and uh, things that the Holy Spirit is here to help you to achieve in your character. And so he's here to make sure that that comes to pass because we are God's workmanship, the Bible says, and the Holy Spirit is working. He has an assignment because God has a picture of what you and I should look like. Um, and as we are looking like that, the Holy Spirit is here to make sure that we are conformed to that by the Holy Spirit infusing our spirit so that those that walk in the Spirit will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Your character will change from that of the sons of disobedience to the sons of God. That is 
uh, some of the work that he's here to do. So allow the Holy Spirit to change your character. But you have to be know that he's there in you. He's indwelling in you. And you have to be respectful of that and present your body a living sacrifice that he can live, he can be there and assist you to be the best you possible. The Bible says that the just shall live by faith. And it tells us that we walk by faith and not. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe. And if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.